Hello, hey, and welcome to Ask the Color Expert. My name is Elaine Travis. I am a career hair colorist, independent educator, and author of the book, A Colorful Journey. I'm here every week sharing tips, tricks, and stories that are all things hair color. Thanks for joining me, and let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Today's special guest is far, far away on the other side of the globe in Yorkshire, England. Her name is Kay Binnersley. She is a very passionate 33-year colorist who loves, as I do, all things color. So we connect it over Instagram, and I had to have her as a guest on the podcast as quickly as possible. Thank you, Kay, for being here. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, Elaine, thank you so much. I am so excited and very honored to be a guest on your podcast. I mean, this is just so wonderful. I've been bouncing all over since I found out that I was going to be a guest. It's so exciting. I'm excited to have you because it's so interesting to see, you know, we all have pretty much the same foundation in hair color, but there are fun different products that are available abroad that we may not get here in America. And I know there's things that we get that you do not as well. I've spoken to a few Australian hairstylists and they, you know, I'll mention a product and they're, they're saying, what, wait, what, where do you get that? Not to mention the financial difference in the money exchange. You know, I know for my membership, when I have an Australian student, it costs them a lot more than if they were in the US. And that's something you don't think about. I know you're entering into uh, digital education as well. So, you know, that's something to keep in mind. You don't realize um, when someone clicks the cart, you think money's money, right? So it's just so fun to speak to somebody that far away to see, you know, maybe something that you do differently. I mean, what I love about Europe is your education it being, you know, a three year plus journey rather than 1200 or 1400 hours as it is in the US. That's a huge difference. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Although things are changing quite a bit out here as well. You know, I'm at the moment, I'm doing my uh, what we call assessors award. So um, that I've already got a teaching certificate, which I got 25 plus years since. And I used that for about four or five years. But at that time, I was only very young and just felt that um, it wasn't quite for me. I always knew I'd go back to it. But and then life takes over, doesn't it? And and it just never happened till recently. But I've decided lockdowns really made me change my whole perspective, as many people have. And um, I'm now doing my assessors award so that I can go back into teaching um, apprentices as well as doing my own sort of freelance teaching. Um, and so I'm volunteering in a private college, teaching and doing my assessors award. And now we're in this college that I'm in, we're actually planning on getting the students through their level three within um, a 12 to 18 month span. It's very intense. They come into the college for a day and then the rest of the week they're out in industry, being trained in industry. But within the industry, the salon that they're actually in has to put so many hours a week solely into that apprentice. Extra to what they're doing, they've got to put those hours in to help really 
push them forward. But the programme of education, I'm stunned. You know, I'd had my students just a few weeks and uh, the main teacher had to, she had to be off. And so I took the class and I had them doing some hair up work. And honestly, they they amazed me. They they all had a block. I had a mannequin and we were styling together. And they're like... Um, they're like little sponges so many questions and they want to sap all that information up I've even they've been there six weeks and we've got them coloring roots and last week just before oh, we closed down because we have been allowed to keep open with our education in the UK um I just learned them the basics of foiling so that they can go away over Christmas and they've now to do six sets of foils on their mannequins and they have to photograph that and show us that. So we are time kind of driving our time forward a little bit, which um, I just hope that we're going to make sure they get the real grounding in there because that is the problem, isn't it? If they haven't got those basics, especially if we go back to talking about colour, they haven't got those basics it can be so difficult, you know. Um, I found this from doing my online education, particularly, and the theory. I really, I'm a bit of a sciencey geek. I really like the science and the theory of things. And um, that's what I've been basically teaching, the theory. And it's amazing the um, fundamentals that people kind of have trouble with, you know. Um, it, it's those that they... They, they, they kind of, they kind of have, have probably got through their hairdressing career okay because they've had the support of somebody else at the side of them, yes. or they have, um, they've, they've, they've just fortunately stayed safe really, and and it's when you actually take them right back. So I, I've done a, a couple of different types of courses that I've, I've decided to teach, but my newest course really takes them back it's called color confidence boot camp and we the first day we literally go back to the basics it's about the color wheel your primary colors your secondary colors let's talk tertiary colors because nobody talks tertiary colors let's let's talk about them they're important you know so we can't I kind of say I make no apologies I'm taking you back to the beginning and that first day we recap the fundamentals and then I take them forward again but I have found particularly um kind of like my age group I mean I'm 51 now but um sort of from like the 35 and, and up to the kind of 60 age group um we we really have a lot to offer out there and we still want to be in our industry and we really do love it um and we've a lot to give but I think that over the years, we probably haven't recapped things and we probably need reminding of things. And um, as I say, some people have just, they've managed to get through okay with the colour work, but maybe now they're not in a big salon and maybe they're working on their own and finding that they want to produce this beautiful work they see on Instagram. But how do they do that? How do they tackle that? Well, I'm sorry to hear that your system is changing to be more like ours because every podcast I've ever been interviewed on, every stage that I've been blessed to teach on, I share that I want the U.S. to become more like Europe because I love that it's more of a hands-on experience and that it it's is, over a yeah. longer period and it's with a strong mentor. Unfortunately, the way that our system is set up, you know, you do this quick 
nine month thing where it's mostly book work in the beginning. And then I guess month two, the school decides we need to generate some income. We need to get these students doing some hair because we charge for it. So it's almost like a phantom salon. You know, they're, they're getting the, the money from the state to be an accredited school. Then they're charging guests to have their hair done by students. And then it becomes that that's the focus of the, of the business model and not the education. So then fast forward, they finish they get their first dream job and the owner promises them the moon and the stars and classes and education and mentoring. And guess where they land in the laundry room, doing towels, folding, you know, tearing foils, folding smocks, and they feel very disillusioned. And then suddenly, you know, six months in the, the trajectory turns into, Oh, I signed up to be an x-ray technician. I'm out. I'm out of this industry. I can't make a living. And it's just over and over and over. And I keep saying, I wish that, you know, at this point, post COVID, I think that they could take a look at it and see how much can be done virtually online, just like real estate school. You can become a realtor in a month in an online program. You're going to learn when you get out in the field how to show a house, how to do all that. It's all on the job training. I just feel like it needs to be adjusted. And to your point about the theory, I as well, I'm 53. I've been doing this for, you know, 34 plus years. And when I set out to do online education, my thought process was just what you and I are talking about. I want to take that brand new you know, shaky leg, newborn deer right out of beauty school and say, okay, you got the the basics. Now let's talk about a client in your chair. This is the consultation. This is the eye color, skin color. This is why, this is how you formulate. That's not who my avatar is. That is not who my students are. My students are the people that you talked about, the 40 year old that's been using 6N for 20 years because it's safe. 6N is the number one selling hair color in the world, everywhere, over where you are, where I am, 6N, because it's not quite too dark brown and it's not quite too light blonde and it's safe. So we get these accidental results that the thing that really makes me crazy is that the client is okay with. There's, you can't tell me that the picture that she brought in that a 6N gave her that result that she wants. And it's almost like they forget what photo they handed to the stylist when they're done. As long as they don't look alarmingly crazy, they're like, oh, it looks great. They pay, they leave, and they come back four or five weeks later. And it just continues that like yeah. subpar um, work being put out there. And, and And then the incomes are not where they should be. You know, people are struggling to pay their bills. And I really believe, I mean, COVID has created a shift in you to do things more digital. I think there's not a human being on this planet that is not going to be a different person post-COVID. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's a few things there, really. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. Um all the colleges, whether they be a, a private college, a, a, a local authority run college, this is the way they're going, they're, they're getting them through so much more quicker. And it, it, it really is a worry about the grounding. I mean, I know they're going into the salons and if they're in a really good salon, they'll invest a lot of, of um of time and energy in them um but like you my thought process was there's these young people they're qualifying but they still need those finishing touches and that help um and that's what I originally 
kind of thought my my de- my destination of education would be but what I'm finding like you it's the 35 to 60 year olds that I'm getting on my courses um and that's made me stop and look at and develop my course differently because um when I started the course it was it was a couple of hours of theory maybe six people and I was doing one-to-ones and then I thought what is it that I'm missing here I'm missing something and I thought about it and it was my journey and my journey started um in 2019 not so long since the end of 2018 I closed my door on the 23rd of December and I thought if I don't change I have to leave this job and I love my job but I can't be who I am because I had lost all my creativity and I'd lost it because I'd fallen into this pattern of um, my guests would come in I would look at my guests and I would say oh how's your colour been has it been okay great fabulous I'll just remix it and I'd got lost in the system of um, basically I needed to get those guests in get their hair done make some money and get them out that was it um uh, we were going through things within our life as as everybody does and, um, and my husband had been in and out of work a little bit and I just thought I just got to make some money here and like you say our prices weren't high so you'd really got to get them through the door and back out of the door and that's all I was doing and I realized I had completely lost myself and my creativity and I could no longer carry on because I wasn't doing my guests the the justice and the service they deserved and I wasn't doing myself it neither so I decided to start on a journey that January to refine myself I reached out to lots of people put myself in colour groups um I changed my colour house actually I was I was kind of in the process of thinking of that not because I just I, I just thought right I just need to completely start fresh start fresh um and I got a wonderful rep who had been a hairdresser which is always great because they understand it then as well um and uh, as I say I, I started videoing my work in the salon putting it in groups and saying please help me please critique me nicely but critique me help me and nicely um, good luck with that <laughs> and, and they did and they did and I, I didn't have anybody sort of you know say oh my gosh that's terrible you must stop change your day job and 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 I slowly started changing things and changing myself and within months my passion was back my flair was back and I was just going it, it was just so I always said last Christmas as I closed my salon on the 23rd of December, I said, if it all stops tomorrow, I have had the most amazing year because I found myself and I, I found what I wanted. And it kind of all did stop on the 23rd of March when we all were closed down in England with the virus. And that's when I realised that I, I had to now take that passion and help other people because so many people were messaging me saying, I'm like your age and you're kind of an inspiration to us you've put yourself out there you've had a go you've re-educated yourself you've relearned things and and you know what an inspiration that is and I thought that I was getting so many of these messages I thought there's there's a lot of people like me out there that love our industry love our job but they've got lost 
and they need so they need some help and a bit of guidance. Um, I started my colour masters, which unfortunately that's all on hold now because of the um, situation. Um, but I I decided to develop a course that I would have liked rather than me going around the country to all different places and, and doing courses, what could I give that was there? So it's like a week-long boot camp where we cover, um, as you say, we start with the consultation, the this eye colour, the skin colour, the vein colour. Uh, we talk about the basics and the fundamentals. We go into formulation, toning, tonal values, um, uh, the you know obviously the color arch and um, color mapping mapping out your color learning to swatch out your color and understanding what the background is within the color and um, we also do uh, I have a day where I call let's get social because I had to learn social media I didn't know how to work the social media I had a Facebook and I dabbled in that and that was safe and uh, my daughter had put me on Instagram. But then when I said to her, can you show me how to operate it? She's 20 and she was like, no, mum, it takes far too long to do that with you. Tell me what you want and I'll put the post up. But I was like, no, because I have to learn. So I joined yeah. social media groups and um, I had to learn how to work this technology. And honestly, you would have thought these phones were burning my hands because I was like, ah, no, what am I going to do? But I've got, I'm building my Instagram. And um, so I do a course, part of the course, I have a day where we call it, let's get social. And it's all the tips and the tricks to get you going on your Instagram, your Facebook, knowing how to just hide people's names and how to put your location in, but put yourself right in the middle of a city where there's lots of people and it's vibrant and people will, you'll pop up and they'll see your pictures and think oh that's not too far away so I, I do that and then we have a, a session where we call it the color clinic which they can raise any problems they have themselves and um, we do um a photo session where I sort of talked to them about how to take pictures. Not that mine are always perfect because sometimes we can do the most amazing hair color, but then like this time of the year in the UK, the winter, it's getting dark by half two, three, and then your pictures are not quite as nice as we would have liked them to be. Um, so I kind of talked to them about trying to get a feature on the wall um, so that their photos become recognizable. But I try and keep it friendly and kind of like this conversation you and I are having and um, the, the live sessions um, and I put them in a Facebook group and then they're in that group for two months with me and they can replay everything back, they can recap it, they can message me at any point with any questions and hopefully um, they get a real lot from it and I've had so much um, amazing response from people about it um so yeah lockdown. five day period that's that's a, a real lot you're covering yeah. everything they need to do as yeah. a colorist chair that's awesome yeah and and hopefully that inspires them and and some of them have said you know um you really have inspired me to really refine myself and and start learning and re-educating myself because I think the thing is that we put a lot of value on education of young people we put through college and everything else but then we kind of don't value that continuous that we need to 
and and we do need to really and I think that's where we need to put value and I think this is what's opened up the world for um the sort of freelance educator like myself like yourself and now um lockdown put us firmly into an online market well I'd not even got going before lockdown so People were saying that I'd classes, or oh, this is strange not being in a people situation, but I've not had that people situation. I've gone straight into this Zoom situation, which who knew that word existed, Zoom? I mean, I didn't know what a Zoom was, but I've oh, soon had to learn. You started out and you said, this time next year, I want, and we all do that. Next year, I'm going to. Next year, I'm going to. And I love that you, you shared your age right away. You said, I'm 51. People can't see us. We can see each other, but this is, they're listening to this while they're exercising or driving in their car. They have no idea what either of us look like. And it's, it's a good thing that they can't see us because we have a little bit of a handicap being at our age. Like you said, the younger stylists want to hear from other young stylists, but what they don't realize is the wisdom that comes with age and experience. And we can, catapult them much further, much faster because we've gotten the skin knees, we've made the mistakes, we've, you know, turned people's hair crazy colors by accident. And these younger stylists maybe haven't even done that yet. And then they're trying to learn from them. So it's like, they're all going through the the making of mistakes together. And there's, there's something of comfort in being with your peers. But for me, I never judged an educator by their age. For me, it was you have more experience than me. I'm going to listen to you because why would you be taking the time to tell me if it wasn't true? And, you know, I think 50 is we in America, I don't know how it is over there, but in America, 50 is, is like such a milestone birthday. And it's either you're in complete midlife crisis meltdown that you say, where did the time go? And I am not who I want it to be when I got here, or it's, I've pleased everyone for the first 50 years. I've been over backwards for the clients, for my family, for everyone but me. And now it's my turn. And I attribute all of my happiness and success as a 53-year-old woman is 100% because of continuing to educate myself. I didn't have CEU requirements for my license I very well could have graduated in 1986 and never stepped into another class as long as I lived, but my pricing would still be the same as 1986. My techniques would be the same as 1986. And how, how long could I have sustained that career? So I think that what you and I are offering to people, because it's virtual, we're able to reach, like you're in England, I'm in Florida, and we're chatting like we're next to each other at Starbucks. So it's such a, COVID has given us the gift of people slowing down enough to say, you know what? I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. And I want to know. And now I have time to know. And I I think that, you know, what we're offering to people a year from now, like you said, is going to make them look back and say, wow, I'm so happy that that happened, that I realized that I really needed that. And I needed that jumpstart. So many people feel stuck and are in that autopilot mode. And I know, you know what that feels like. Cause I know what I, I know I felt that for sure. Just like, is this what it's all about? Am I going to do this every day for the rest of my life? Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and I, I think I might have probably had my midlife crisis at 40. I didn't want to be 40. And um, <laughs> throughout my 40s, I think I, I was determined it was not going to be the years I wanted. Um, but I couldn't wait to be 50. Honestly, I must have been the giddiest 50 year old you could meet. I could not wait. I was so excited and I was so determined that this would be the change for me. So uh, it, it, it really has. I mean, as I say, you know, I've had such a wonderful um, year last year and now it's gone in to this year, you know, and um, COVID, it's been really strange. I'm not taking away from the terror of it because it's been awful. The lives lost have been terrible. And, you know, I myself, we've lost two family members from it and oh, I'm no. not taking away from that. But in another sense, I think this sounds terrible, but what a gift to the world it has been because people have stopped, they have reevaluated. It has within our industry alone, as you say, people have had the chance to start educating and they haven't done for so long. And then they've realized that maybe this is good and they want to do more education and, and they want to pay into that education now because there was so much free education through lockdown it was amazing and and but obviously that's not sustainable for anybody forever um so now everybody's paying into education and getting value and feeling that they're getting something really amazing from it it will continue i think to grow and i think the world of online education is going to become um so so very big over the next few years and the fact that as you say you know you're an educator in America and there's no reason that you couldn't educate um a class online of British students is there because this is this is the world isn't it it's so wonderful I've been in so many classes um particularly Redkin did so much free education through lockdown and I was in so many classes with um American educators through Redkin and that was just so and I wasn't even a Redkin user at the time I have now transferred and, and got Shades EQ in but I wasn't at the time um but I just um I, I I just loved their their kind of level of education that they were given and so knowledgeable and I think even though we're across the water the similarities of what we do the science is the science isn't it that's it you know it, it's there and um I think that yeah I think over the next five years it's just going to keep growing and I'm excited for where I'm going you know over the next few years it, it's made me reevaluate everything my salon was very busy now it's not half we was having a refurb this year but of course covid made us bring that forward so we've totally refurbed the salon it's kind of like a studio style salon now and uh, I work one-to-one -one, me and a guest and I don't rush I don't have to rush them through anymore because I've got to hit a certain target because I've um because it's a one-to-one -one and it's a very bespoke service and it's very luxurious um then the the price reflects that now and, and I love that's been my favorite part of the pause. You know, we've all gotten into this mode of, you know, squeeze, 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 take two clients at the same time. My business for the past, I would say 17 years, I completely changed the setup and we book one hour for a color service, one hour for the cut. 
we did departmentalization, one person colors, one person cuts. And in our market, you know, it was hard to hire employees because it, no one else was doing that. You know, a girl would come in for an interview and say really proudly to me, I book every 15 minutes, I'm book solid, I see 30 clients a day, and I would stand up and shake her hand and say, thanks for coming today, you're not a good fit for our culture. And she would look at me thinking, why would you not want to hire me? I'm fabulous. And I said, I'm sure that if that's working for you, where you are, you should probably stay there. That's not what this salon is about. You said the word bespoke, that's all over our menu. You know, it's people don't want to be feel like they're in a factory and getting pushed from chair to chair and moved and, and rushed and tipping five people when they're there because one person hung their coat up, one person got them a drink, one person cut their hair, one person colored their hair. And I think this pause, I, I think because it's the entire world, you know, throughout the years, there's you know, there may be a hurricane in one state and, you know, an earthquake in another state. There's always tragic things that happen that make individual areas take a pause and reflect, you know, is this where I want to keep living? Is this the lifestyle that I want? But for the entire world to be put in timeout at the same exact time, you can look at it as a completely negative thing. I have not seen, to your point, I'm so sorry to hear that you've personally lost people. I've personally had people get it, but but are okay. But that part is, of course, devastating and, and the worst part of it. But the pausing part, you hear about the, the effects on the environment, the oceans, the ecosystem, the birds, the like so many things are being healed because of this pause. Yeah. And you and I at, at our age are starting brand new careers at 51 and 52 years old that we never would have maybe go, gone all in because we were in the grind of I'm busy behind the chair. I make a lot of money. Why the heck would I stop this and move to something else? It would, it would yeah. seem crazy to anybody if it weren't for this pause. So I think a lot of people are going to live life a lot differently and, and have more gratitude. I think that's been the biggest gift. Gratitude for just being able to hug someone when you see them or give them a kiss or shake somebody's hand. I mean, the simple things that we've had to adjust to missing out on and just the social piece. And I think what, what better timing? We've become so locked in on these phones and technology and as many gifts as it's given us, it's taken away a lot from kids being social. You know, when you interview someone who's in their twenties and it's like painful for them to talk to you for 30 minutes and not be able to check their phone. <laughs> yeah. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. And, and I think, um, I, I recall, um, and it's funny, I, I got my journal back out and, and looked at, at the date and it, it was this time last year. And, and I wrote down in my, in my, um, book, I'm always writing goals. Um, people that know me oh my days goal settings like a major like nightmare for me because I have too many goals I always say I have too many goals and not enough life left to get through them all <laughs> so goal setting is is like a, a thing that drives me insane but I do do it to myself and I'd actually wrote down that I would love to be it's always been my dream to be a one-to-one -one bespoke color salon and I wrote down that in 12 months that's what I would be and I told my husband it and he said, and how on earth is that ever going to happen, Kay? How, what, what, how do you do that? Because you've got so many guests. How do you make that happen? Do you 
what gets to your side that you're not going to have back no more? Because obviously, if you're going to go like that, you won't do as many guests. And who do you pick? And I said, I don't know. But honestly, Paul, in 12 months time, that's where I would love to be. That's where I'm going to be. And I wrote this down. Now, when I wrote that last November, who would have known? I had no idea how I would make it happen. I went into January this year still talking about that I was wanted to be a one-to-one colour salon and how I, I got to make that happen somehow. I had no idea I would make it happen. Not one idea. In fact, I knew in my heart I would really struggle to make that happen. Yeah, this virus has come. And to me, in some ways, it's been a gift because... That is exactly what's happened. I've got a beautiful studio-style salon. I work one-to-one. I do 10 to 12 people a week. I work four days a week. I now have a day a week that's for me, my self-development day. So that's a day where I will either be doing work on my assessor's award or upstyling my mannequin. So in lockdown, something that I haven't done for about seven or eight years, I haven't done bridal work for seven or eight years now. And in lockdown, uh, I started um, styling mannequins, uh, following different hairdressers that were styling educators, and found that so therapeutic and so lovely. And, um, And now, the three things I talk about that the direction of my business is to carry on having this the salon um to expand more into my teaching and to go back to doing wedding work bridal work and um I would have never got back into that bridal styling had it not been for this situation so now on my um you know my personal development day I'll be styling up my mannequin doing an online um long hair course or I'm working on my assessors or I am working on to keep developing myself as a colorist um, so that I can keep growing my knowledge to share with um, the people that come on my courses and uh, I'm going to continue to keep growing and developing my courses there's I've had a few educators reach out to me who are out on the road educating. And once we can get back doing that, they've asked me to come on board with them and help them and teach the theory side to them. Because one thing I always say is that um, if you've got the right formulation and your placement's slightly not so good, it will still look good I agree. but, but, but the opposite is not perfect <laughs> yes. but the formulation's bad it's not so good so I've had a few educators reach out and ask me would I be interested in um collaborating with them which is just um so wonderful and um I've really put myself out there more I applied for a scholarship with Vidal Sassoon um I was the oldest person that applied for it I mean a scholarship with Vidal Sassoon you know but I did it and I got shortlisted down to the last five and I think that's wonderful and I didn't get it but I was proud of myself with the fellowship the British Hairdressing Fellowship um I've applied for a couple of projects that the fellowship have one is Project X um, which is kind of more like a runway and photography styling kind of project and the other the colour project I didn't get either but I got shortlisted down and I got 
I got through. And, and I think that's important for people of my age to keep pushing forward like that, because it's important that the industry recognises we have a value and that we are to be just as considered as anybody else for things like this. And I think that if we do this, it also shows fellow hairdressers our age that you can achieve anything, that age should not be a barrier to our learning, our education and our future. And, and I, we're very fortunate the British Fellowship is very, very um, encompassing. It, it, there, there is no barriers. There's no age barriers with those at all. Definitely not. And, and I think it's so amazing. And the British Fellowship has given me so much this year. Um, I had the opportunity to go to Pro Hair Live, which is um, a... a, a big styling live uh, exhibition and I worked for the day for the fellowship and it was so amazing um, and I've since been on several of their programs and um, have been invited as guests to special events and um, I, that would never have happened if I hadn't have reached out to people and just asked for that little bit of help and I think that's the fear so many people have um, and I don't think that's a fear whether you're young or old, I think that's a fear across any age, is to reach out and just say, can you help me? I, I need some help and guidance. And I think that our industry is really good at helping, but I think lockdown has definitely made us so more um, accessible and helpful to people. Um, and I think that's wonderful. I, I've so enjoyed this sounds terrible, doesn't it? But I'm going to have to say this. I so enjoyed this year. I've enjoyed the time I had at home because I've never been at home. I had my daughter on the Sunday and went back to the work on the Thursday because two uh, of the staff that's members. That's exactly what happened to me with my son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've never had time at home. So it's been so nice to be at home, but to reach out to other hairdressers and help them has give me such a warm feeling inside and it's made me feel very grateful that I've been in this position to help somebody else isn't that wonderful to be able to help somebody else to see that light bulb moment in the face when that little thing just gets and they go oh my gosh yeah I get it, it it's so lovely isn't it and Absolutely. and I colour I mean I just love colour because can you imagine the world if there was no colour in it it would be terrible, wouldn't it? You took colour out of the whole world. How terrible would it be? So colour has to be one of the most exciting things in life. In any form, whatever. You know, if you're buying clothes, the colour in clothes. If you're an artist, the colours that you paint with. Uh, even, you know, uniforms at work. The colour. Colour can uplift you. It can change your, your total feelings, can't it? You know, sometimes you can put certain colours in front of people and their whole demeanour changes, doesn't it? Completely changes. So I think colour's just an amazing thing. It's just so wonderful. It just, it makes me all excited inside and I just love it. And I love the, I love that we get to be so creative with it and that we can be so creative with it, particularly if we understand the foundations of it um, and, and, and that. Once we understand that, I think we become brave, really brave. Absolutely. And you, you talked about fear and putting yourself out there. And I tell people all the time, 
the fear never goes away. If you're waiting for that butterfly feeling to go away when you're uncomfortable doing something, you'll never do it. And, and you said you have too many goals and not enough life left, but because you had those goals, you made it happen. If we go willy nilly through every day and just keep going through the motions and have no goals and don't journal and don't have dreams and aspirations, what's it all about? You know, you have to have that next bar to grab onto. I love your passion. I love your energy. I'm so happy we got to do this. Tell the people listening where they can find you, how they can stay in touch with you and have your education and check out your work on your uh, social platforms. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so um, socially on my Facebook and Instagram, I am Kay Binsley Hair. So I, I actually had a change of my business name. So um, I've always been for 30 odd years K for cuts, but I decided that that limited what I was really. I, I was a colorist and, and that didn't say that. So I, I've just gone to my name. So K Binsley Hair is my Instagram and Facebook name. Um, on the website, I'm www.kbinislehair.co.uk. That takes you to my website where my courses are. Um, and you can click on my courses and sign into them. Um, the theory courses, once you're signed in, I put you into a Facebook group. Um, and that's where we do all the classes and record all the classes and um, you stay within that group for eight weeks um, and alternatively you can private message me just send me a message and I'll direct you to the areas of the face of the website where you can sign up to the courses but I am so excited um, to grow my education I think this is the real direction I really want to go I'm excited for the next decade because I really want to you know I love what I do I love being in the salon but I am really enjoying educating and I want to get that balance of the of the two and carry on and carry on growing so it has been so wonderful to have been um, a guest on your podcast I am still buzzing honestly I'm so excited it's been so wonderful I'm oh, so very grateful. Pleasure. I appreciate your time for sure. I know we're on totally different time zones and I appreciate <laughs> you so much. And I'm sure everyone listening is going to want more of you. So hopefully um, they'll reach out and stay in touch. And you and I will definitely stay in touch for sure. Yes, definitely. Yes, I, I really would love that. It's just been such such an honor. I'm so honored. I really am so honored. It, it's been so wonderful. Thank you so very much. Thank you. And thank you everyone for listening. And we will see you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Please subscribe and be sure to leave a review. For more information on hair color education, please visit my website, www.expertcolorsolutions.com. See you soon.